Thank you for listening and welcome to the Life Radio Show, a once proud member of the now defunct Eventide Entertainment Podcast Network. I'm your host, Don Smith. Our guest co-host, Nurse Susie, and I spend a Saturday talking with the cast of the upcoming Cinema Lexicon film, Black Wolf. Matthew Conway talks with us in person. If you enjoy the show, like and follow the Life 1069 on Facebook and Don Smith Comedy on Twitter, or tune in live on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM, or you can stream the show live at WWSU1069.org. The brutal presence overwhelms me. The brutal presence overwhelms me. This is a Life Radio Show medical team, mm. by the way. Yeah. Kind of threatening. She'll kill you, revive you, and then kill you again. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Just an advantage I have. Again, recording all this. So <laughs> <laughs> he's very yeah. sneaky. He plans on using it for blackmail. I yeah. think yeah. that's actually all I'm doing with this whole mm-hmm. show. Is I just I just collect everybody's voice and all yeah. their words. That way I can splice it out later and have you guys telling me yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. I'm going to take time later. I'm going to splice everybody's stuff together to where it just sends a sends a positive message out in the world or, uh, or prank not. phone calls <laughs> or death threats to people I don't like. <laughs> and since I control it, I can delete that. Yeah. So you'd never hear me saying it. <clears throat> but you've talked enough. I can have it said in your voice. So, <laughs> hey, welcome to the Life Radio Show. We're just going to dive right into it. Why not? Because a lot of that's good stuff. Sometimes I record the sound check because it's it's better than the show. <laughs> uh, my my guest co-host Nurse Susie is in, and Hello? in case anybody uh, has an issue, right? Yeah, <laughs> you have lots of issues. I have lots of issues. Yeah. Uh, not a lot that you can help with uh, as a nurse. If you were a psychiatrist, you'd be, you'd be more useful. Right. But to me. I can give me. you recommendations, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, there was another death. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we don't have the video feed. Right. Video feed. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Matthew uh, Conway, right? Conway? Yes. Conway. Okay. Yep. I thought I thought it was. It just blanked for a second. Is, yep. is my guest on the show now. So Thank you, Don. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, it, it's good to have you. You're actually the only person that agreed to actually come into, <laughs> come into the, the, the club to be interviewed. Everybody else said, oh, I'm lazy. I'll just call it in. I'll phone what? it in. Oh, but, that's yeah. that's yeah. ridiculous! You know, if you want to, you want to like promote yourself, you might as well come into the studio exactly. instead of like that phone call. Yeah. Right? Instead of like that bagel guy uh, that that was like worldwide. Like his second one was like a phone call. His first one was all, was at the radio in somewhere in New York City, and I can kind of impersonate him a little bit. You shut your mouth! You're not God or my father or oh, my boss. Guy, oh, I remember <laughs> that guy. You, you oh. want to step outside? You want to step outside? Huh? I'm not scared of you, pal. Oh, I remember that. But when that video aired, I was just like, "Dude, this guy is already a a celebrity just (laughs) for a a bagel incident." Basically, and you drove from Kentucky to here, right? Yes, I did. Yep, I hit the gym. Wow, yep, been up since seven a.m. at 
I was like, not going to miss back and shoulders. I am going to like hit the gym. Yes. I'm going to come up here. So that's, back de- and that's dedication right oh, there. Yes, sir. Definitely. <laughs> I did not hit the gym this year. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but you got you to gotta stay fit in this industry because you never yeah. know. Because right? if you're going for an yeah, audition, yeah. you know, you got to stay fit no matter what. You got to so. be able to See, do your well, own stunts, oh, right? Yeah. Yes, I, yes, I, do, I do that anyway. <laughs> you know. Yes, you do. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have. There's a. Uh, we're we're talking. You're in William yes. Lee's Black Wolf coming up. Yes, sir. And yep, uh, we, were, we were talking with Andy Gudge in the last hour about uh, William Lee movies and mm-hmm. and independent film in general. And uh, one of the, uh, I've I've done my own stunts a couple times by accident in William Lee movies, mm. and uh, uh, Straight Out of Hate, which was originally titled Magnus X, which sounds like such a porn. It does. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. Oh man. But uh, and straight out of hate, I actually uh, it was a very it was kind of a snowy morning again. We we were filming at the Thompson House again, a time that we could get in as opposed to the time I couldn't get in later on. Right. <laughs> but we were filming down there. There was just a little light dusting of snow. I'm in a suit and got my nice uh, my nice dress shoes on, and I'm playing a cop, and I go to chase after a criminal. And I didn't make it. I didn't make it. I I busted my ass. I oh, went rolling. Man. And the the, th- the thing is, you know how you do something like that, and you immediately try to get back to your feet and keep going. Well, I tried to jump right back up, hit another patch of ice, rolled again. <laughs> oh my gosh! Laid up against a wall, and I just looked up at the guy that was <laughs> at the guy that was uh, running alongside of me. He's looking at me, not knowing really what to do. And I just look up. I was like, "Well, get out!" That made the movie. (laughs) Or that made it in the movie. Oh, that is awesome. You're totally like Tom Cruise. Doesn't he do a lot of his own stuff? Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise definitely does his own stuff. I don't don't really like that comparison because I am far better better looking than Tom Cruise. So I don't really appreciate that comparison to that ugly dude. You know. You know. (laughs) I'm looking forward to his movie, Top Gun. The, The second movie, finally. I think it's like. Over oh. really? 25 years later, they decided to make another one. And I, th- I know Goose's son. I forgot who played him, but it's going to be in this movie. I know mm-hmm. that. Goose. I, was, I, yeah, I can't it, remember. Who was Val Kilmer? At, I, think, I, think I don't remember. I think his name was Anthony Evers that played Goose. That, died that sounds oh. right. Yeah. Yeah, I, so. I, I, eh, yeah. Was never a fan. Was never a Top Gun fan. Just I just wasn't. I, was. I know. Totally. I know you were. My my, my my mother introduced that movie to me my senior year in high school, and when that <laughs> song, smart woman, yeah, when that song <laughs> "Danger Zone" came at the beginning, I'm like, <gasps> who sings this song? I, I forgot the artist, but my was, senior was year, that Kenny Loggins, maybe that. Danger Zone remember. is Kenny Loggins. I th- I maybe I Let think me. so, but yeah, but because he, he did a lot of he did a lot of movie songs. There oh, were songs yeah. that were used in mu- movies later on. You know, like in the eighties. Footloose, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Loggins. Yep. I thought. So. Yep. Yep. Kate. So. Yeah. And when that song came out, that was the year I was getting a taste of heavy metal music and a little bit of glam at the same time. But when she introduced me to that film, I'm like, I love this song. I really yeah, like this not movie a because song, of the song. Yeah. You know, but but it was a good movie, and it still is to this day. So. It is. I, I, yeah. I watched it once. wasn't my thing, but I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I might watch it now and be like, okay, this is good. <laughs> but I'm uh, the only. Uh, there's only very few things I like Tom Cruise in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I thought Risky Business was okay because it was kind of a comedy back in the day, back in the 80s. Right, before he got and, weird. And Rain Man, just because Dusty Hoff, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman can carry any bad actor. That, exactly. That was it, like movie. he did with Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm not. I I'm mean, not making a lot of friends with this Tom Cruise bashing, <laughs> well, am I? Yeah, Dustin Hoffman, he nailed it on Rain Man because oh, absolutely. I, I first well, watched it a year ago. You you have to see Tootsie. I've seen that's that yet. that's funny. I was going to say, as, <laughs> aside from Tootsie, he's got an amazing body of work. <laughs> so that was my first movie I ever seen in the movie theaters. Mm. Was Tootsie? My sister yeah. took me, and um, oh. I love that movie. I don't care what Don says <laughs> about Dustin Hoffman or Tom Cruise. Again, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen Tootsie in a long, long time. But uh, D- Dustin Hoffman is brilliant. You're gonna brilliant. Watch it. Is that a threat? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be forced to watch Tootsie. Oh yeah. I have it's been a long time since I've had a Tootsie forced on to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> so so okay. Matthew. Matthew. You prefer yes. Matt or Matthew? Uh, uh Matt, but family calls me Matthew, but if it's like in the cast or anything for credits, it still says Matthew Collins. But other than that, okay. Matt. Professionally Matt. Okay. Yeah, it's Matthew. Matthew. Well yeah. well, we are a professional program, if thinking. nothing else. So mm-hmm. Probably nothing else. Let's so we'll go with Matthew. Matthew just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so how long ago did you start acting? How long have you been acting? Um, I got back into acting in 2013, like late 2013. I Paramount Art Center in Ashland, Kentucky. But that year was a horrible year for me and my family. My grandma passed away. I was almost an alcoholic, but I had to figure out how to, you know, figure out about myself i was still right. in college but audition for greece the musical at paramount <gasps> arts center in Ashland, kentucky and i'm like i know this movie from beginning to middle to end let's <laughs> see if i can get a part in this and the audition during that time was musical like songs and i didn't know any musical songs and my audition for that play you know what the the song was for that audition <gasps> You're the one that I love? No. Wow. Fade to Black by Metallica. No <laughs> that was way. my That was my audition for Grease going in. <laughs> I didn't know any uh, musical uh, songs. And then Melanie, Melanie Cornelison, she, she loved my singing and everything. And then like a day later, I found out, okay, you got a part in Grease. We're going to put you like as a prep nerd. And then the mechanic in Grease Lightning. There was a lot of dancing Ooh. going on to that. And I did uh, cast the musical and I did Cinderella uh, for all those at Paramount Arts Center. But um, but yeah, that's where it pretty much started. But after so you, the, you started out in, in musical theater. Basically, nice. yes. Nice. And, nice. Um, but it really kind of in, in kindergarten – I played a crocodile called Patchy the Pirate. It was like Grace. It was. Oh it, my goodness! Yeah, how it was, cute! Yeah, I it, could see you now in a crocodile. Oh yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you ask some of those kids back in that time period, like 1997 or 98, whenever that time period was, they'd be like, "Yep, he played the crocodile," and I, <laughs> I and I had some lines and everything sing apart. But after that play, I was just going to school, and sports really controlled my childhood. Right. My dad was a coach, and oh, sure. I grew up watching Michael Jordan, uh, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant. I didn't get into football till my junior year in high school. So, yeah, I I didn't, my parents didn't want me to play throughout my childhood. Like, like, no, just play basketball, football, football or baseball, whatever. So, but other than that, uh, acting is pretty much. What made you decide, you know, being through sports all through high school, what made you decide to try acting? Well, um, and the the reason I asked this is because I I didn't start, I didn't act in anything till I was 25. I, in high school, I I was I would I'd push the drama kids around. That's just the dick I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um 
my senior year in high school, I had to take the ACT test because uh, it's like if you're really good, you know, you're going to get a scholarship. But no, right. academic was more important. And I had like a 16 on my ACT test. You had to get like a 19 or better. So, sure. so I was going to community college. I was trying to play college football because I loved football more than any of the sports I did. But um, they said, yeah, you need 19 or better to play. But it didn't pan out. So oh, I yeah. was like – I was kind of going downhill. Like, I was spending money I didn't have, hanging right. out with the wrong crowd. And then 2013, got into a car accident with a, my buddy at the time. And we were bar hopping. And the, at the time, I didn't know what that was called. We were just going place to place right. to place. Right. And of course, <laughs> I was spending all the money. He didn't pay me gas. My, uh, my sisters warned me, like, don't get near this guy. Don't get no near this guy. Uh, but, bad crowd. And then, like, a month and a half later, that's when I got into to theater and, and acting. So, sports really wasn't panning out. But a buddy of mine that I went to high school with he had like an 18 on his act test and he still got accepted to the bowling green state i'm like that is bs right there oh right. uh, just because he's six foot five alum i know you need oh, a line, wow, but yeah, he got you yeah. said you yeah. told me they told me Yay. 19 or better he gets an 18 still gets a scholarship it's a racket as well yeah. oh it's man all, everybody's gotta have their hand in it yep. But, yep. so it sounds like you dug deep and Pulled out that crocodile. Yeah, pulled out, <laughs> yeah. Pulling out your inner oh, yeah. crocodile. It, that is exactly. this episode. <laughs> pulling out the inner crocodile <laughs> yeah. that turned you into mm-hmm. yep, so, the but, actor you are. Yeah, but after after those three different theater shows at Paramount Arts Center, mm-hmm. um, I was I had to get out of Huntington, West Virginia, because that's where I was living. That's where I'm from. At the, so that was part of the tri-state area for Ashland and all that jazz. But yeah. um I moved to Cincinnati for work and for theater, but theater wasn't really cutting it in Cincinnati. I auditioned for Mary Poppins at the Cove Dose Theater around July of 2015, and everyone had a resume, headshots. I was the only one that didn't have nothing, and I was stiff as a board. And I'm just like, oh, man, like this is kind of not – you know, this may not pan out. So that same year I was getting into heavy metal music, you know, heavy metal music pretty much saved my life. You know, hip hop was just dying off. So 2016, I had nothing going on acting wise, no training, nothing, except I went to a Slipknot concert when they came to Riverbend (laughs) in Cincinnati. That, that, that was like the best uh, time of my life basically. So, and then around late 2016, I called an agency called Promon Talent Management, and I I, show, I sent them like my headshot. It was just like a little like a little selfie, you not nothing right. like professional headshot right. like I got right now, and a little bit of the theater that I did of the three title shows and everything. So we like your look and everything, you know. Come come on up and uh, have a little training course and everything. And then they introduced a International Mall and Talent Association during that time period, uh, and it was really short for IMTA. So Josh Duhamel did it. Sean Ferris did it. Um, who was Tom Cruise's ex girl, uh, ex wife, second ex wife? Katie Holmes. Yes, yeah. she did it too back in the late nineties. Really? And um, I said to myself, okay, uh, this seems interesting. This might get me into the film industry, but I got to audition for this competition first and train for it and go from there. So I auditioned for IMTA International Model Town Association, and other than that, uh, I got I got into the group and I drove. Every Monday, three and a half from Cincinnati to Akron for that Ooh, training course. Wow. And oh yeah, it, it takes big risk. It takes yeah, risk to go after your dream. And um, I'm showing up here. Oh, but right. basically, <laughs> yes, basically. Right. And um, so that training course went. This from, is definitely a risk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so that training course went from like mid March to 
to early July. So, and we went to New York City for, for that one week from July 9th, I believe, till the 14th or 15th or something like that. But, um, but anyway, it, it, it was a really good experience. It was the best week of my life. It was the first time in New York City. And then after we came back, we, we drove, we took a bus, six and a half hour ride, basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we came back, it was like a high school graduation again. Oh, good luck. I wish you the best, yeah. you know, because you're, you're, during that time, we were just performing in front of agents and managers from around the globe. And it's held twice a year in Los right. Angeles and New York. But when we came back, it was, I was just so sad. Like, I bonded oh, with this group yeah. of future models and talent for the future. But, and then... I only talk to two people to this to this day from that group, well, and then I'm the rest. I'm seeing a trend so, here. Yeah, uh, talking to your other guests and you, Don, and now you, Matthew. Mm-hmm. That it seems like a lot of people are starting stemming from theater. Yeah, it seems like that you go pull, pull that mic closer. Just pull it yeah, closer, right yeah, here, right there, right there. Yeah. Thanks. Well, we we were kind of losing you. You were oh, you I'm were, you sorry. You were drifting. You were drifting. <laughs> no, I tend to we do can't that. Have drifting, <laughs> we can't have drifting co-hosts in here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it seems like there's a trend with the theater. People have you know lots of experience in theater, and then they start wanting to uh, jump into acting. Yeah, and it led to comedy for him mm-hmm. as yeah. well. Well, just because I don't have time to do theater, if I if I had my way and I didn't have to you know earn a living. <laughs> Right. And and yeah. do all these other things that I I have gotten roped into doing. I would love to do theater cuz that theater is that's that's where my heart is still. I love getting up on stage and having stuff I didn't write. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a whole other experience when you wrote it cuz right. uh, when you that, that's that's the biggest thing between comedy and theater. Theater is to me is a much less of a risk. Because you have other actors, you have props, you're a character, you're not you. And it's stuff that somebody else wrote that's probably, in most cases, been tested elsewhere. Whereas with comedy, you're going up with material you wrote, Mm -hmm. no props, unless you're Gallagher. And you don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) That was an anomaly in the 80s and nobody, you know... But uh, nobody likes a prop comic nowadays. It's just, it's just. Weird. I still like Gallagher, uh, but I, I think I I'm sure like Gallagher age. in the eighties. <laughs> I still like Gallagher as he was in the eighties. Right. You know, when once Sledgematic was his whole thing. Anyway, I'm getting off track. <laughs> but uh, when you go up on stage as a comic, it's material you wrote. It's all you. You're basically. And a lot of comics, they write jokes that are observations, that are observational comics. Life experiences. Life experiences. I go up with a lot of deeply personal things and try to, I mean, it's it's a way to make sense of them at the same time you're trying to get a laugh out of them at the same time. It's deeply personal stuff (laughs) that I go up there with. So, yeah, it's a whole different thing from theater, but it's still... It's still an exciting thing that I recommend anybody try once oh, just definitely. so they can find out how much they yeah. hate themselves. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause theater, because it really kind of helped me, you know, interact with people, how to work with people, basically, even dancing. Right. Because during that time, during my theater days, I was over 235 pounds. And I lost a lot of weight from those dancing process during rehearsals and even during the shows. You're performing in front of 1,300 people. It feels like you're performing like a metal concert, basically. Now, do you sing also? I can sing a little bit, but but not that well. Okay. It's decent, but 
I can do a little bit like a death metal voice so like that. <laughs> like um cannibal course that's the okay. sim- that's like the similar oh um, yeah i'll, I'll definitely on on, on yeah. break when this goes out for the break i'll definitely play some potter's field oh, oh man. that's right yes. down your alley yeah, yes yeah, oh, po- yeah. potter's uh don potter's a good friend of mine actually from high school we were in a band in high school oh, that okay. never went anywhere nice and uh he uh he <laughs> Uh, Destricor is his main band, mm-hmm. and he had a solo project called Potter's Field, mm. which is uh, he has an album out called A Brutal President, a, Pr- a Brutal Presence, or Brutal President. That's yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> touche. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. But no, A Brutal Presence. It's a fantastic album if you ever get a chance to check okay. it out. But I'll definitely. I'll definitely play some of that because that's uh, Potter's Field. I use as my intro and outro for the podcast itself. Mm, okay. So when you hear nice. that, oh, that's, that's, that's Potter's <laughs> yeah. Field right there. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Slipknot. That's my favorite heavy metal band, but right. and they always will be. I listen to other uh, metal bands once when I'm in the gym or even on the road. So just traveling. Yeah. Whatever, I, I know of so. Slipknot. I have not listened to a lot of Slipknot. Oh, because because yeah. I'm a, I'm a I love metal too. I'm a, but you know a lot of mine's the '80s old Iron Maiden and. Mm. The, I mean, I, uh, not big hair bands. Oh no, yeah, no, because that was <laughs> I'm not. Kidding, no. I'm well, I, there is a distinct difference. He was really into the lipstick band. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well unless you're talking <laughs> Twisted Sister, no. I heard a Mo- I heard a Motley Crue almost nine I, years ago, but didn't I, really get into them. I barely call Motley Crue metal. Well. They're hard rock. They are. They're hard yeah. rock. Hard I wouldn't rock. call them metal. They're, they're Metal's bit... like Megadeth. Metallica. Yes. Megadeth is awesome. Yeah. yeah, speaking of Megadeth, I think they're coming to Cincinnati. Really? I think really. late August of this year. Really? You know, uh, so, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave Mustaine used to be part of Metallica mm-hmm. way back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I th- I think he was asked to leave because he drank too much or something. He like did, that. yeah, yeah. That they they immediately the three guys Cliff Burton was still at the time. Yeah, they merely yeah. walked in, fired him, grabbed his stuff, and took him to the bus stop in downtown in yeah. New York. And he uh, Dave did a live wire with Graham. Uh, Graham, I forgot his last name, but it's Lauer. The dude that does Lauer uh, interviews all the metalheads. And when oh, he yeah. meant when he mentioned Metallica, Dave Mustaine gave him that <laughs> look like, "Are you serious, dude? Like you were kicked yeah. out." Metallica, like yeah. yes, I got kicked out of Metallica. Yeah. Next question. And honestly, yeah. <laughs> honestly, Megadeth, far better metal band. Yes, yes. But during that process, uh, <laughs> when the Black Album was released, because oh, I I love the the VH1 documentaries of metal bands. My favorite mm-hmm. so far is the Pantera one, like about oh, yeah. Dimebag. You know, he. I mean, I didn't know who he was. Dimebag. Yeah, Dimebag Daryl. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't know who he was till like five years. My bad, four years ago. And a buddy of mine said, like, I, I said, I, the best guitarist is Slash. And he's like, are you kidding me? And he's, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm being serious. The best guitarist is Slash. Have you ever heard of Dimebag Daryl? I'm like, who's Dimebag Daryl? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Pantera. Look them up. You'll thank me tomorrow. I looked them up. I'm like, cowboys from hell. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And that's Dimebag. I'm like, oh, okay. And then read the history. I'm like, oh, man, I didn't know he was. And I've gotten into this debate with several people before, too. Guns N' Roses, hard rock, not metal. Right. Now, I will say Slash is an awesome guitarist. Yes. Yes. Not much use for the rest of them. What about Primus? I, I, I love Primus just because they're nuts. Yeah, they I, are crazy. I, I have not heard one song from them. Really? <gasps> really? No. Ch- check out uh, Winona's Big Brown Beef. Yes. 
You need the for that is fantastic oh, man. too. Primus. Primus. If, Write if that you like down. bass guitar. <laughs> Mm, yeah, Primus. Yeah, he. The, it's, it's cool as hell. Pri, pri, it's it's weird. It's, it's weird, funny. but it's <laughs> definitely <laughs> strange. But I I, I I like some Primus. Oh man, that's crazy. <sighs> yeah, definitely check out the video for Winona's big brown beaver. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh man, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Uh, <laughs> anyway, where where were we? We <laughs> get a, we get a little off track. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we we got off the track. We were talking about uh, was it? So is th- yeah. is this your first William Lee? Venture? Yes, yes, this is my first William Lee film, awesome. and awesome. um, I after I came back from Interna- International International Town Association, short for IMTA, um, three and a half months later, I got my foot in the film in the film industry. Alan the Fool and Tom. I went in as the E word extra. <laughs> so it's like they, they need some more actors for this right. film. So I went in, it was a film down in Hamilton and it was November 10th, 2017. It was mm-hmm. really cold, but I went in as an NIA agent and then about six and a half to seven hours on set, I got pulled to decide Marcus Cook, Chase Crawford gave me lines. Like, nice. like this is simple lines. You got 10 minutes. And I'm like, you're giving me lines? Like, oh my gosh, like this is Holy, crazy. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's just simple stuff. Like, we got direct orders from Malcolm. We're going in. You got 10 minutes, everyone starts shooting. Okay, you're going to be the first one out of the car. You're going to be the first one on the step. Rich Lewis is going to be right behind you. And he's all he's going to do is tap, stay in character. And then when Brittany, uh, Brittany Pritchard forgot her role in the movie, but it's out on Amazon Prime right now. Out on the phone some time, out on Amazon Prime right now. And um, that's okay. when I was in character. It's like, we got direct orders from Malcolm. We're going in and boom, we go into the church trying to find Alan, and then nobody moves and everything so that that day i was like okay rest is history go, go for more I don't have a like a legit talent agent or manager right now right. but i'm trusting my mother agency pro Talent management that did that got me ready for imta right. to get me representation so uh, oh you gotta stay in touch with them like what you're doing because people that they're booking like now like for ages of managers they haven't done a darn thing in the film industry. They don't even have an IMDb yet. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm trusting God's plan. I'm dealing with patience and everything. But out in the fullness of time really uh, got me going, really, for yeah. the film industry. And then led to Immaculate Possession, the role of Spires Webb, Chance the Movie, starring Matthew Modine and Amanda Lighton. Hmm. That got me eligible for the Screen Actors Guide Union. So it was a mid-budget SAG film, and that's going to be in theaters uh, April 9th in the state of Ohio. So in the are, state of are you a SAG member? Uh, not yet. Not yet? I'm okay. eligible. In, in that, you have to get at least two more uh, like SAG roles like right. if you get it and then get the card. Most people, when they audition for a SAG film, and after they're done, they immediately get the three like pay three thousand dollars and then they're SAG. And then if they don't yeah, get any work, then they're 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 screwed. Yeah. Right. You know. Absolutely. So, but yeah. So I'm just waiting on that next role or two more or next role after that, and then I'll get the card. So what year did you do Tears of a Clown? The, um, we did Tears of the Clown in 2019, late 2019. So mm-hmm. I found out I got the part around late October to early November, mm-hmm. and then my set days was was two different set days around early December. And then it came out on Amazon Prime about three afternoons ago. <laughs> three, yeah, three days ago in the afternoon. Really? Oh, nice. so, yep. Nice. So it's it's David. You'll have to give me a list of all those so I can tag <laughs> tag him when I put the episode out. Oh there. yeah, definitely. And um but uh yeah, that was a really good process. I was very proud of that role. I played role Ted in that. And 
very much that character if in that movie i was like more of a douchebag jerk you know guy with the suit big money i'm a rich dude and we end up getting killed in this movie <laughs> <laughs> and but um but yeah my i have an awesome coach uh acting coach pamela daly and her son seth daly they're getting me leveled up for the next level and this movie nice. black wolf is getting me ready for the next level as well because it's so intense it's my first action intense film yeah. now real nice. spire real spires web was almost there but this is going to get me ready for the next level. All I got to do is keep auditioning. And plus, I have an audition around 530 today. So nice. but I can't say the film, but let's just say Will F. Moore. He's known mm. for Spider-Man 3's casting. So oh, he reached yeah, out to I'm, me. I'm on, familiar with the name. Yeah, yeah, he reached out to me on social media Friday oh, cool. morning when I came back from my side job. I worked third shift at DHL Express at CBG Airport. Uh -huh. And everyone there calls me Hollywood. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> They're like, Hollywood, you got to call me because I have a red running I, doors. I've heard that a time or two myself. Yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, Paul Brickman, he's the one that really calls me Hollywood. Hollywood, you got to call me? Oh, geez. Like, go ahead. Hey, is this only wild for St. Louis? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I'm like, but uh, previous people are like, use that for motivation. But you're still, I'm still getting my feet wet. I'm still paying dues. You right. know, I still got more work to do. I still got more training to develop because no matter how many films you book, no matter how many commercials you book, the training never ever stops. Sure. Oh yeah. Robert De Niro yeah. to this day is still training his skills. Yeah. Just because oh, yeah. he wrapped up Joker, he's still training his skills. There's no question about it. Well, you evolve. So. You evolve with your age. I oh mean, yeah. That's an, oh, yeah, yeah. I think oh, yeah. anything in life. Yeah, most people think, or most actors and actresses, they think like, oh, I booked a, a huge Hollywood film. I don't need a training. Yes, you yeah, do. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you do. Yes, you do. Never yeah. be yeah. too sure of yourself, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's like comics that have been uh, performing for a year that think, mm -hmm. well, I, I don't need to learn any more about it. I don't need to watch other comics. I don't need to, you know, I, it's like, yep, yeah, me and this well, is your where you're going to Well, your content is changing. Be, oh, yeah. yeah, constantly. Every year. Every has to be. Every, has to, you have yeah. to. Whether you're an actor or a comic or doing this crap, you have to evolve. <laughs> you have to evolve because yeah. you know it's, it, when I li when I listen back to some of the even when I first started the podcast because I've been doing the radio show for over five years. Yep. I turned it into a podcast over three years ago mm -hmm. as well. And if I go back and listen to some of my early stuff, it's like, man, I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> and I'm sure a year from now, I'm going to listen to this and think, I had no clue what I was <laughs> oh doing. Because if you don't, if you don't look back at the stuff you did, the performances you did before and think, yeah. I should have done this better, you're not getting better. You're not improving. You're stale. Yep. And that's not a place as a performer that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because know, it's it's constant improvement no matter what you're doing. Because mm -hmm. you you always have to look back at a performance you did previously right. and think. Yeah. You have to be able to recognize what you could have done better so that you can do better the next time you get a chance. <laughs> and that's that's the that's the evolution right there. That's right? what you got to go for. So. But but Tears of the Clown before it came out on Amazon Prime, we every, everyone in the cast got sent a private movie before it was officially announced. But during my scenes, I was studying my improv. So it's kind of like, you know, you're watching film. Like, if you're playing football, you know, you're watching film and your mistakes. It's like I'm watching my improv on some of the scenes, and I'm like, man, my improv needs a little bit more work. But, you know, if you study that, and you're going to tell your coach, hey, my improv needs more work, and see how it goes if the director of your next film or a film after that, if you get the part, you know, it's your improv improves from your last one. So right. I'm saying to myself, okay, so if I get a private movie emailed to me before it comes out on Amazon Prime, or whatever the future holds for me, I'm going to study my stuff. And I'm like, okay, I need to improve on this. I need to improve on that. Right, right. You know, ever since um, everyone's got a sports background, 
So everyone's like, you need to study your post work, post post move in basketball, or study your routes. You know, that's how I'm going to do with my acting. So it may take more than ten auditions for that one yes. So, oh, yeah. Right. but yeah, it's. I mean, like I said, I'm still getting my feet wet. I'm still paying dues. Most people that still hasn't paid dues move out to L.A. or New York without representation. The industry yeah. has changed. It's best if you move with representation instead of blind as a bat. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, there, there are way too many comics that I know and oh, yeah. actors that I know that move move out to L.A. or move mm -hmm. out to Chicago or New York and they're mm -hmm. home within a year, broke, and oh, yeah. no further along in their career than they would have been. And hurt feelings, <laughs> licking their oh, wounds. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But when I when I went to L.A. back in last April for business for chance to movie premiere. Um, I had a talent manager found me through social media and everything. His name goes by Brent Paxton <laughs> and he's with creative artist management and everything else like that. But, um, I went out there for that for the movie premiere for chance. And then the next day I met Brent, we hung out for four and a half hours throughout Hollywood Boulevard Boulevard. And I stayed in a place in North Hollywood, basically music artists. They welcomed me with open arms. Like they were the nicest people like, like I've met, like, mm -hmm. and I, and they follow me on Instagram too. My Instagram is at Matt underscore Conway underscore 92. <laughs> so, okay. but, um, but yeah, when I was in LA, I felt like a kid in a candy store. And then when I saw the gas price and everything, I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm like 497 yeah. for, for a gallon. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. Like, but, um, but yeah, me and Brent hung out. We were talking about the business and getting to know each other a little bit. And I was like, I was saying to myself, I'm going to be here in LA around June of 2019. And then, all of a sudden, he didn't have enough patience. He terminated the contract. I'm like, what? Got an email, came home from work, like from third shift, saying like, Matt, I appreciate knowing you and everything, but I'm going to have to drop you because like, I, I can't deal with the patience because I really need you out here. But you said it was going June. I can't wait that long. Because, see, most talent mm -hmm. agents and managers, they can't deal with out-of-state actors. Right. They really can't yeah. because it's really hard on their pockets you know, and, yeah. and, 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 and on their time. So sure. that motivated me keep going. And God was saying, you ain't ready, Matt. You ain't ready. Keep right. getting your feet wet. And then that led to Fatherless the Cran film produced by Chase Crawford got some lines on that too as well and the, a big one too the Suicide Squad the nice. Suicide Squad nice. nice so but yeah that and um Tears of the Clown and S Sir Seven Rajim uh Rajim Ross produced that so it led to more films led to more motivation led to more training and everything else like that so but other than that you know I'm like I said, I'm still paying dues. And I'm still grinding. I'm still hustling. So, yeah. no matter how uh, long my set dates will be for Black Wolf, I'm still going to give William 100% like on set, oh, yeah. or even even in the audition room. If my coach is helping me get ready for an audition, you know, for a film, like hopefully I get it. If I don't get this audition, I'll move on to the next one. You know, right. every like what Denzel Washington says, every failed attempt is one step closer to success. Absolutely. Right. So, yep. and he said, you got to take risk, and you and you gotta get out of your comfort zone. If it, if it scares you, it's a sign that you have to do it. And if it doesn't scare you, it's not the job or the place for you. Like, yeah. like when I moved to Cincinnati, yeah, it, it kind of scared me moving from a hometown from fifty-five thousand to over a hundred thousand people. Yeah. You know, yeah, I kind of scared. But was that my dream city? No, I was there for theater. But like I said earlier, it, it wasn't cut, so I had to get my foot in the in the mid budget film industry. So, right. as, long, so as long as I get IMDb credit and build that resume up. I'm ready to go for Absolutely. that next. But and there's also there could be a possibility I might audition for the upcoming film Undercover. 
starring Cole Sprouse. Oh, cool. There's a possibility, but it's up to casting. It's up to casting right. who they want to audition. So I'm still keeping my fingers crossed on that. So Exciting. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, we're going to have to take a little break. And uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to play some Potter's Field. All oh, right. Not in here, but when I actually edit oh. the episode together, it'll. Mm-hmm. unless you want me to play. I, I have some here. Uh, I you think wanna, you should. Yeah, I think you, you think should, should too. Okay. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right, I'm, I'm going to play some Potter's Field, and we'll be back here shortly uh, with Matthew Conway.
Oh my gosh, this I is awesome. I will message you after oh, I listen to it, probably scared and shaking. No, you in won't a be scared. You won't be scared. <laughs> you won't be scared. Yeah, okay. poor, poor Garcia will pee on the rug when you start playing. It. <laughs> yeah, he never does that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, was it the lamb, the death of the lamb thing, Garcia? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, my little chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, welcome back to the Life Radio Show. <laughs> That's the face I like right there. <laughs> I'm your host, Don Smith, sitting in with my guest co-host, uh, Nurse Susie. <laughs> Hi, Don. Who loves when I start recording without telling her. That's Love it. one of my favorite things to do to guest co-hosts. <laughs> We're still in with Matthew Conway. How's it going? Uh, what did you think of uh, Potter's Field? Oh, man. It's awesome. He liked yeah. it. Yep. He liked I, I liked it. it. I'm, I'm trying to get. I liked uh, it. I, I sent a bunch of. Uh, I sent the album of a brutal presence to uh, William because he was looking for. He was looking for some metal music for mm. Black Wolf. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to bring Potter's Field and Don and Destrecor and all those guys to into uh, yeah in, into the film with us. That, yeah. that would be a lot of fun. But uh, we we uh, is it news story time? Yes. <laughs> and right. don't you have one from Virginia? A news story from Virginia? Didn't we already talk about that one? Didn't though? did we? I the, can't remember about the being being, able, like being able to curse again. In oh Virginia? yes. Well, yeah, I wanted to know if he was aware of that. Okay. Well, we we can talk about it again. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. from. He was born like well, ra- ra- raised in Huntington, West Virginia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. He might yep. be aware yeah. of this law. <laughs> That's true. That That's I he, don't he like may at have all. Been fine before. Oh, see. Oh, well, yeah, see. In, in Virginia, letting an f bomb fly in public could get you slapped with a misdemeanor and up to a two hundred and fifty dollar fine. Uh, profane swearing has been Ill- illegal in the Commonwealth since 1792 when the fine was 83 cents. Just what bleeping words are banned? Well, the state code doesn't say, but on Wednesday, legislators said to hell with the anti-swearing law. The Virginia Senate voted to repeal it just weeks after the House did the same. It now awaits Governor Ralph Northam's signature. Northam spokesperson Elena Yermoski I got it right that you time. You did. <laughs> uh, tells NPR the governor uh, will review the bill when it gets to his desk, adding, quote, it's past time we swore off the antiquated policies of the past. If he signs the v- bill, Virginians will legally be able to curse to their heart's content starting July 1st. So, yeah. Were you aware of that law? No, I wasn't. I, I didn't even know that law existed, to be honest yeah. with you. You might yeah, want to talk to your parents about that. Yeah. I'm curious of people that live there. Did they actually have to pay almost a two hundred and fifty dollar fine it, for probably saying one of those laws all my favorite cuss words? Yeah, it's probably I mean, one of those laws that's on the books but doesn't really get enforced anyway. Unless and I live there, yeah. Unless you live, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you live there, you because they that would fund the government. Yeah, <laughs> people would be going they, to college oh, for yeah. free. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and there'd be no taxes. It would all be on your shoulders. You, you would bear the burden, burden of the entire state of Virginia. I'm moving. <laughs> see, see, like, uh, when I grew up in Huntington, West Virginia, I, my family was a little bit – my parents were a little strict on me and my sister. So we weren't even allowed to cuss. No cuss words or anything else like that. Because they're probably they familiar they with the law. Be, they, yeah, they, uh, yeah <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even knew that law existed. Because I'd, I'd imagine out, if so. you're Well, I need age. to know. So ta- when, you know, you need to email us back. If you're and under let age, your parents might be held accountable for that <laughs> fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's why they didn't want you. Oh, my gosh, that's so. crazy. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry to repeat that one. Oh, no, but that's fine. Yeah, that's I thought fine. since Let's he was here. Got, uh, 
the home this homeowner in California is just trying to flush out crime. Uh, the Portersville a Portersville California resident recently decided to deter potential thieves in her neighborhood by setting up a motion activated sprinkler. Uh, our floodlight didn't seem to scare them off, so we decided to have a little fun with a motion-activated sprinkler that has uh, has an impressive amount of pressure," said Katie Camarena. Yeah, so they're yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun if somebody creeping up on your lawn and all of a sudden gets whacked out with yeah, that would be oh great. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the pressure washer. Yeah, yeah, that's what you need. That little motor kicks up and just knocks them on their yeah. asses. They need the pressure of a fire hose. That's what you just right. blow them right back. I just to the see street, them, you know, keep on going. Off. They get a little shower and they're going to still rob the place. But yeah, only now they're going to do it angry and wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not a great idea. Because, I mean, if they're going, yeah, they're, they're pretty, yeah, they're going to ruin your carpets when they do it now. <laughs> You're still going to lose all your I stuff don't think they care. For, yeah, oh, they're, that's, no. they're not going to be all that upset by it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chase and Nicole uh, McEwen's uh, dinner date was a bit out of the ordinary last week, but some are calling the married couple's outing a uh, date night goal. Uh, the McEwen's uh, were eating at Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. That's probably not the goal. In Lu- <laughs> <laughs> Although not terrible, not bad. I like their chicken yeah, They're not bad. They're not bad. It. It's good. Uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, on Saturday night, when another man entered the restaurant, the man wasn't a patron. He was there to rob the place, Louisville uh, Police Department said on Facebook. Surveillance video from Raising Cane shows the suspect wearing a hood and white mask approaching a cashier and pulling out what appears to be a gun. Little did he know the two people dining in the back of the restaurant were also armed. The McEwens uh, aren't just a married couple. They're both police officers. The husband and wife met on the job at the department at the police department in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, uh, the department confirmed. Uh, the surveillance video shows Detective Chase McCowan and Officer Nicole McCowan uh, springing into action, whipping out their guns and approaching the suspect before he flees the scene. Uh, let's see. They were off duty at the time, but the couple helped nearby Louisville police officers catch the suspect. So yeah, sometimes you just got to watch who you go in to rob. (laughs) Well, that's true. I mean, definitely a lot of CCWs out there. I'd rather deal with the sprinklers. (laughs) (laughs) If you get a little wet from the sprinkler system, at least you're not, you know, in jail or dead or dead. Yes. That's, uh, yeah. Are you threatening me again, Susie? No. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, ooh, armed men allegedly took off with hundreds of rolls of toilet paper in Hong Kong <laughs> <laughs> as coronavirus spear- fears have left the bathroom necessity in short supply. Apparently, coronavirus gives you the shits. That's true. I didn't know. I, I didn't. Okay. Know, I didn't know that. Okay, I, so I, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna clear this up for you guys real quick. Yes, it can cause. Due to the virus, it will cause some inflammation, not only in the mucous membranes in the lungs, which causes the pneumonia, like the cough, the cold symptoms, you know, the flu-like symptoms. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, for certain people, the inflammation can also happen in the GI tract. So diarrhea is very common with the coronavirus. There you go. That's why we have a nurse on. That's that's a a life radio show. Medical team has explained (laughs) that to us. Saving lives. Anyway, toilet paper has become a hot commodity since the outbreak of the virus in mainland China. Uh, Three knife-wielding robbers stole 50 packs of toilet paper rolls (laughs) or hundreds of rolls from a supermarket delivery man on Monday, police said. 
the armed robbery occurred in uh, Mong. <laughs> sorry, Mong Kok, a district. <laughs> oh my <That's>, goodness. <laughs> Sounds vaguely French, doesn't it? Mon-cock. <laughs> 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 Means my chicken. Oh, my goodness. My chicken. <laughs> French yeah. for my chicken. Moncock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Moncock is a, distri- a district with a history of crime gangs, which mm-hmm. I didn't know that about my Speaking of uh, Speaking of cocks, uh, on uh, March 10th, <laughs> yes. Scotty Mays and Autumn Hatcher are going head-to-head for a chance. At winning my golden cock. Is it cock fighting? No, oh, no, no, no. It's, it's the yeah, it's 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 the the guest co-host showdown. Mm. Scotty Mays and Autumn Hatcher, and that's the prize. It is a trophy, nice. which is the Life Radio Show's coveted golden cock. Well, being <laughs> a female, I mm. am rooting for Autumn to make Scotty cry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's everybody wants to see Scotty cry. Scotty's such a nice such a nice fellow. I'm sure he is. <laughs> Uh, Watching any, a man cry brings a lot of women anyway, joy. Back oh, to Mon Cox. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say too much joy. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, uh, if, po- if, <laughs> police. If I, if I cried and if I was married, my, my, my wife would, wouldn't be happy. She'd be coming with, like, be going along with me. You know, like, he mm. lost a fight. Like, oh, poor man, you know. Yeah. See, I, know, I know she would be. I know. Yeah. I act a lot harder on the outside than I am on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Uh, police eventually <laughs> caught two of the three thieves and recovered all of the toilet paper valued at two hundred and twenty dollars. Oh, wow! Wow! That's, that's yeah. A lot. That's that's definitely a crime for the ages. Authorities uh, were still looking for the third man involved. Uh, CBS News reached out to the Hong Kong police force for an update, but did not immediately hear back. They had nothing to go on. Mm-hmm. They had nothing to go on. Wow. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Welcome to the Life Radio Show. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, stock up on toilet paper if the coronavirus is coming. I, I, I heard yeah. uh, I heard somebody tell me the other day I should shave my beard out of fear of the coronavirus. And I thought, you know what? what? If a virus that's probably not got much of a chance of being within a thousand mile radius of your home is enough to make you shave your beard. You don't deserve to have a beard and should probably shave your vagina too. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, um, that's my thought. Oh on my it. Well, people are just taking, you know, information and, and running with Matt it. Matt Alano Martin, who's <laughs> oh headlining at the club this weekend, who would not shake my hand and called it the beard of death. What? So- well, <laughs> the beard of death? No. Well, people have ran. No. I mean, there's beards. They took so many different te- people's beards, cultured them, swabbed them, cultured them, and there was so many germs in a man's beard. Speaking of beards. And these are probably the same men that don't wash their hands after well, they pee. Right, but, exactly. That's and that's the thing. I, I had just sanitized my hands with <laughs> hand sanitizer after I had washed them not 10 minutes before, and the man wouldn't shake my hand because of a beard. What? That is ridiculous. I think he's just jealous of the beard. I think he is, too, because right before that happened, he said he used to have a beard that long, and he recently shaved it. So I think it's I think it's mm-hmm. beard envy at this I, point. It is. It's beard envy. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought about growing my beard for Black Wolf, but then I realized, like, you know what, I think Rod Bingleston is more of a clean face, so yeah. I was like, yeah, I probably don't want to get much with Will about that. Hey, what do you think about Bingleston? I thought about messaging him yesterday, but mm-hmm. I was like, nah, just go with your headshot look, so. Yeah. There, you <laughs> there you go. But but you yeah. always have to take those chances. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, speaking of beard, 
uh, stuff. Um, my buddy of mine, Drew Noble, he started a company about a year and a half ago called Beard Ar- Arsenal. Arsenal. And I got one of his uh, little products uh, at at my house because I had a goatee last year hmm. and it's it really worked like makes your boob a little smoother it makes your goatee even more smoother like like more like you put it on your beard or your goatee after you shower but right, yeah right, right. uh his um Instagram is beard Ar- arsenal but um you can go on his website at www.beardarsenal.net you know it's got all like a bunch of beard oil products and everything sure, else right. like that so when I got that for my goatee. I know it's a div. I went up to him the next day. I'm like, bro, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. this hasn't felt this smooth oh, yeah. in a long time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah those, that's his website at www.beardarsenal.net. Drew Noble is the CEO of that. And I guarantee, hopefully five or ten years from now. It, is, is he looking to sponsor a radio show? Because I'm, I could use some, fee- from some free beard product. I used to go with uh, sinful beard oils and balms, and I haven't. He, the guy, I, I've been I've been without my. Well, scent. we 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 need to save the beards yes. and yeah, women yeah, women that yeah. love beards loves a beard I, that smells I, good. I got oh, I got yeah. oh, I got yeah. told that like women are more in the beards than clean shaved face. I'm mm-hmm. like what? I'm like okay yeah. It's there's a true. point. And, and if you have a good beard oil with a good <laughs> scent. Yep. Makes all the difference. Yeah, Beard Ar- Arsenal. Drew Noble, I will get it right eventually, bro. <laughs> Beard Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, can't or, pronounce or it. Or s- Sinful by Nature, S-Y-N-F-U-L. Sinful by Nature, mm-hmm. uh, Sinful Beard Oils and Balms. That's who I That's who I was going through. Uh, mm-hmm. I, again, Ray, I need some more. Uh, Wicked is the scent I use. I actually, I made him imagine bring it back. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he had discontinued that scent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I caught him actually in a pet store one day by my house, and I said, "What the what the hell? You discontinued <laughs> Wicked." <laughs> <laughs> so he brings it back. He makes it specifically for me. Now he has like he says he's got like three or four bottles of it right now. He just hasn't been able to get it to my house yet. Oh, so man. I'm gonna have to get on him and get get my scent back because <laughs> store bought beard oils ain't worth the crap. Mm. Now I do I do have one that's more of a lotion that I've been using. It's a that it's okay. Yeah. You know, but yeah. It, it's it's still not wicked. And that's that's the one you got to get. Yep. And you're I'd be willing to try your friends out too. Yep, so. yep, yep. I get, I, I'm yeah. on his Facebook page right now. Okay, okay. Tell so. tell him we will advertise him on the show for yep. some free beer. Yep, he'll, he'll absolutely he'll, he'll thank me. He'll thank me later. He has <laughs> other right. products too. Yep, yep, cool, yes cool. he does. And he's a He's a heavy metal dude too. He got me nice. into he- more in heavy metal as well. So yeah, he's a very good guy. You know, he he's gonna go far as well as long as he puts in the work with the Kiss Company. So yeah, he'll start selling that stuff everywhere. So I like the t-shirts he has. Yep, nice. tattooed yep. and bearded mm-hmm. as you know. Yep. yep. Beep. Yep. It, yeah. His he's got a good group of game too as well. I mean, well, a group I should say. Like, oh yeah that's sponsoring the company and the product as well. So, but yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. And I think one is like $10, I believe if you buy oh, two, yeah, if you buy yeah. two, I believe it's 15 to 20 mm-hmm. and it comes with combs too. It's like, I, I, I'm good on the comb. I can, I'm going to yeah, try this. Yeah. Like this goatee is really smooth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm almost out, but, but God knows when I'll grow a beard again, if, if a roll comes up in the future, you know, oh, yeah. but but I'm still like, hey, I'm 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 in I'm in Atlanta. I need you to mail this to me like in two days. If I, yeah. you know, I've been thinking about growing my own beard too. Nice, yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Florida story. 
Mm, Florida. Florida story. I've been to Florida since Those 2000. Those are exciting. A <laughs> new, new Smyrna Beach man was annoyed uh, that the nurses at the hospital were ignoring him. So according what? to police, he lit his hospital bed on fire. Uh, that got the nurse's attention, and now John David King, 75 years old, uh, has to pay $15,000 bond if he wants to get away from the Volusia County Jail, uh, not to mention the cost of a new hospital bed. Uh, perhaps the Florida man charged with a second-degree felony arson damage to a structure uh, now wishes he uh, had given the call button one more press. <laughs> right? <laughs> I bet he does. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that got you in here, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and also landed your hiney in jail. Yep, yep. You're, so. you're, 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 you're toast. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely experienced patients that... Um, had no patience. That have no patience. Mm. Yeah. I, I always... I always... Because I, I work in maintenance in a lot of medicine medical facilities, mm-hmm. uh, premier yeah. health facilities around here. And, and that's one of the things I always say, that uh, nurses only have one kind of patience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. What are you yeah. trying to say? Oh, just, you know what I'm trying to say. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> well, patience is a virtue, and I'm still dealing with that, though. Most actors don't have enough patience, you know. But oh, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. all dealing oh, with yeah. that. We're all yeah. dealing with patience. Most We're people, all dealing with that. Most people don't like that, so. Ooh, snake orgy. I didn't think that existed. We're going to end with this. Uh, Valentine's oh, Day might be over, but not. But the animal kingdom uh, must not have gotten the memo. Uh, the city of Lakeland uh, closed off a section of ground, another Florida story, uh, near Lake Hollingsworth, uh, after receiving reports that numerous snakes have swarmed the area. It appears they have congregated for mating, as they uh, seem to do, do yearly. Uh, the parks, the city's Parks and Recreation Department wrote Thursday on Facebook. That's not as unusual as you might think. Uh, Narcisse, Manitoba in Canada is known for an annual orgy of red-sided garter snakes <laughs> uh, when tens of thousands of wriggling reptiles emerge from their dens and enjoy each other's company for as long as 10 days each spring. <gasps> Snake orgy. Oh, my God. I'm intrigued. Hey, <laughs> How can you not be? <laughs> All those wiggling little things. Oh, my God. <laughs> and lasting for 10 days. 10-day snake oh, orgy. Man. Holy <laughs> hell, that is fantastic. <laughs> I, where do I sign up? <laughs> oh, right. my God. <laughs> oh. I am packing my bags. Yeah. I'll see you yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah. What, I need 10 days off. Why do have to be snakes? <laughs> Two-week paid vacation, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there you go. That's your 10 days. Yep. And, and a little bit of recovery time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If, <laughs> if you're stuck in a 10-day snake orgy, you're going to need some recovery time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. A lot of vitamin D and a nap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in the snake pit like Bam Margera was in the Sears Jackass, I'd be probably freaking out. Like, like, I'm, you might as well put me in a bed after that, not just yeah. sitting there. I'm going to be in the bed for ten days. Yeah. <laughs> See, and people question the the realism in the uh, uh, what was it, Raiders of the Lost Ark with all the snake. Yeah, yeah, it was a snake oh, orgy man. in the desert. Because it why was not? Yeah. Yeah. because exactly why. Well, not? of the souls is is a well known uh, snake orgy pit. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. If only, if, if only he had known that. If only, uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name. I'm completely drawing a blank. Indiana Jones. <laughs> there yeah. you go. He yep. should have known that. Yep. Should have known that snake orgies were a thing. I think there's another. They're gonna make another Indiana Jones movie or something. Like yeah, that. I, I heard saw that, that last week. Yeah, I see. I hope it's um, not as crappy as the Chris, Crystal Skull thing. Because I'm a, I'm a big fan. Raiders of the Lost Ark was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Temple of Doom. Eh. 
I think I, one of the things I liked about Raiders of the Lost Ark is when it came out, uh, Marion was a fairly self-reliant, fairly decent female character. Right. And then uh, Temple of Doom was just the screamy, ah! the whole that was the whole female character there, and that kind of just sucked, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it did, it did. did it, we, it was we scary. We stronger female characters. <laughs> it was scary. That's one of the things I love about William's movie is his female characters usually kick ass. <laughs> Because I think most of his movies, I've been killed by female characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this in this one for Black Wolf, I don't know if I – I mean, I really don't want to get into the details of right, the script, right. but it's – who knows what's going to happen on set for me. Oh, that's, <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. yeah. But, yeah, looking forward to that. Yep. Well, all right. Uh, we're we're going to have to wrap up because i got another call-in that we're going to have to take here in a few minutes from, from Rajim. But uh, Matthew Conway, thanks for coming out. You dr- long, long way to drive just to get here for this crap. Yeah, thank you so much, John. Thank you for having me. Thank you for it's, having it's me. It's been yes. a pleasure. And you did, for your first time on a, on a radio interview podcast, yes, sir. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. thank you so much. It means job. a lot. And uh, good luck in your audition this afternoon. Oh yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, if I get it, cool. If not, move on to the next one. Keep training. Exactly. I'm not going to give Absolutely. up. I ain't going to yeah. give up. No. Just yeah, keep yeah, riding yeah. that wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Social media. Any social media websites? Uh, anything you want to throw out? We'll do that. right Right yes, uh, Instagram, Matt underscore Conway underscore 92. Twitter at Big Matt underscore 32. I used that for because of OJ Mayo back then in the day. <laughs> and uh, Facebook, just plain Matthew Conway, and that's it. So, All right. So, well, yeah. thanks a lot for coming out. Thank you so uh, much, Don. Nurse Susie, thanks for coming in. Uh, we got Thank one you. more. We got one more to wrap up, and then you might be able to have something to eat. <laughs> I'm so do want, hungry. Do, I, do you want me to go grab you a bag of chips or something from the back? We, no. we got chips back there. So. No, okay. that's not healthy. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming in. We will be back uh, next time. See ya. Ciao. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show podcast. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, if you want to listen live, we are on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM. You can also stream the show live at WWSU1069.org, and we go Facebook Live at the Life Radio Show's Facebook page. If you have suggestions or comments, feel free to email thelife1069 at gmail.com. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. I can kill yep. you and save you <laughs> all in the same hour. <laughs>